Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome into a special episode of the Cleave and Me podcast. I'm your host today, Tampa Tones, filling in for Joe and Cleave. Joe's visiting some friends in the great state of Missouri, in St. Louis to be exact, and Cleve is on the move. Cleve is coming back here to the wrestling hub, or one of the wrestling hubs in the USA, the city of Chicago. So it's me today. I'm not keeping you long. We're going to be here for about 15 to 25 minutes in that range, and we're going to talk about a plethora of things. It's going to be a different show today. They usually run the ship. Today it's me. We're going to go over the world of wrestling state as a whole. How's wrestling looking? My thoughts on it. Is it on the up? Is it on the down? How are we doing with that? A meet and greet Joey and I are attending in the near future. So that one's with the wrestling legend. Going to tell you guys about that. And I'm sure we'll talk about it more as it becomes close. And then we're going to get into AEW, WrestleMania. One thing I'm looking forward to each pay-per-view, AEW Evolution. That's next Sunday, March 5th. So one thing I'm looking forward to in that. And then WrestleMania, folks, is under five weeks away it is Sunday, February 26th. Mania is Saturday, April 1st. We're less than five weeks away. So we got AW Evolution next Sunday, March 5th. WrestleMania under uh, five weeks away. We're nearing the finish line for some good wrestling events. And then to end the show, I'm just going to tell you my thoughts on what the WWE should do with the status of their company, with the sale of their company. We heard rumors before that it was going to Saudi Arabia. Those seemingly at least have not held true yet or have been delayed to this point in time. So it's going to be a fun show. We're going to dig into it, get into all the ins and outs and whatnot. Once again, I'm Tampa Tones. You can follow me on Twitter at Tampa Tones. And I podcast about football as well. So you can follow that at Bucketeers. It's primarily a Buccaneers podcast, but we talk about other things in the world of football as well. So first things first. We're going to get into eh, one mania moment and one evolution moment I'm looking forward to. Uh, and we're going to get into those here quickly. But a quick Cleave and Me plug as well. You can follow us on Twitter today at Cleave and Me. So it's that simple. Just look up Cleave, A-N-D, Me, and you'll find us on there. Then we're on Spotify google podcast apple and so much more to keep up with us so that's going to be truly incredible all right so let's get right into it we'll start with talking about aew evolution which is next week uh sunday march 5th or revolution i'm sorry sorry i think i'm mispronouncing it but um yeah, let's see here. Sunday, March 5th. Yes, it's Revolution. I've been saying Evolution. My apologies. Uh, and it's in San Francisco, California. Their last pay-per-view is Full Gear. If you guys remember, it's been a while, November 19th. So good to see them having another one. And the card for AW Revolution, not Evolution. I got to keep up with my cue cards. My apologies. It's a goodie. It's a goodie. We got seven matches on the card as of now. You never know if they add more in the next week. Obviously, they have two shows remaining, Rampage and Dynamite. AEW Dynamite this Wednesday night, 7 to 9 Central. And then AEW Rampage, 9 to 10 
p.m. Central Friday, so be on the lookout for those. But right now, the matchups look is this. MJF versus Brian Danielson in a 60-minute Ironman match for the AEW Championship. Once again, this is all next Sunday on pay-per-view, March 5th for AEW Revolution. The Guns, Austin Gunn and Colton Gunn versus the acclaimed Anthony Bowens and Max Caster versus Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett versus Casino Tag Team Royale winners. And that's a four-way tag team match for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. A lot of damn star power there. You got the guns. You got the acclaim. You got Lethal and Jared. Then you got the winners of the Casino Tag Team Royale. That's pretty damn fun, if you ask me. Mox versus Hangman Adam Page in a Texas death match. So that should be a lot of fun. Although in San Fran, they're doing a Texas death match. Samoa Joe versus Wardlow in a singles match for the AEW TNT championship. Holy smokes. That's a bad battle of the behemoth. That is going to be incredible. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. La champion, Chris Jericho versus Ricky Starks and the appreciation, the Jericho appreciation society. That is, is banned from ringside. So he will not be able to get the help from any of them. Jamie Hayter, who's a champion, versus Soraya, formerly known as Paige, versus Ruby, 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 Ruby Soho for the AEW Women's World Championship. And then last but not least, you got the Elite versus the House of Black for the AEW Trios Championship. Once again, matches can get added, matches can get altered, but right now that's what we're going with. So if I could pick one moment from next Sunday's Revolution pay-per-view, one week from today, Sunday, March 5th, I'm going with, honestly, it might shock some people, but I'm interested to see how that, that woman's match goes. Jamie Hayter versus Soraya versus Ruby Soho. We've been hearing, and we'll get into it in a bit when I get my update on the world of wrestling, my, my status update. Everyone's always saying, AEW, they're all tag teams. They need more women's wrestling. Here is a chance. You got Ruby Soho, formerly Ruby Riot. You got Soraya Page. And you got Jamie Hayter, who's been a very good wrestler herself. They could put on a show, guys. And they could really try and propel the AEW women's division in the right direction. And try and get it not tied with the WWE, but start getting it into more respectable territory with the wwe women's division they do a fantastic job over there they've done things in the past well where they've devoted their entire pay-per-view evolution pay-per-view to themselves to the women themselves so that just goes to show that between past and present women wwe is a formidable enough roster to at least hold a pay-per-view it hasn't been done in a while now but they've done it before aew on the other hand they could barely draw enough women or interest in their women's division that they could get more than one women's match on a card. So they're going to have to up that. And what a better way to do it with Jamie Hayter, Soraya, formerly Paige and Ruby Soho, formerly known as Ruby riot next Sunday live in front of everyone. Excuse me as I drink a sip of coffee quick, but ah, good stuff there. That's a Disney 50th anniversary roast. You just can't quite beat it. I just think that match is going to be incredible. I think all seven matches should be incredible. I'm very much so looking forward to the Jericho versus Ricky Starks one as well, as Jericho is my guy. I know Joey will be looking forward to the Samoa Joe versus Wardlow TNT AEW Championship match. So 
We got a lot of good stuff on our hands. Obviously, MJF is involved in quite the storyline over there. It's getting more and more personal with Brian Danielson. MJF said his belt meant more to him than any relationship pretty much the other day. So we're in great hands with AEW heading into AEW Revolution, and they need a good show to continue to try and get back over that 1 million viewer mark. They still do it time to time. They used to do it consistently. Now's their time, though, because as we know, between Memorial and Labor Day is their two big pay-per-views, and they're going to need all the hands on deck they can get heading into their version of WrestleMania. Speaking of Wrestle, which is all out, speaking of WrestleMania, that's not far away as it's less than five weeks away now as it starts. It's a two-night event now, really a three-night event because Friday you get SmackDown in the Hall of Fame. Saturday during the day you have NXT. Saturday at night you have night one of Mania. Sunday during the evening you have uh, Sunday, April 2nd, you have night two. So one thing I'm looking forward to in this WrestleMania, and the stage isn't set. We have five weeks. So a lot of stuff could happen. Uh, it, that, ironically enough, is in California as well. That's in Inglewood, California, a.k.a. right by L.A. in SoFi Stadium, the brand new SoFi Stadium. Once again, only three matches announced to this point. Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley. Singles match for the WWE SmackDown's Women's Championship. Bianca Belair versus Asuka for the Raw Women's Championship. Then Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman versus Cody Rhodes for the Undisputed championship so i'm going to talk about two things one match and then one situation that catches my eye for wrestlemania which is less than five weeks away get excited folks grandest stage of them all biggest wrestling stage of them all to stay consistent i'm really looking forward to charlotte flair ray ripley another woman's title match who would have said uh, i think this match has incredible upside to it charlotte flair is an incredible, incredible woman. I think she's the best women's wrestler of all time. She's a champion. Yet again, when it's all said and done, no woman's champion will ever come close to the amount of titles she holds. And, you know, Ric Flair was great, but I think Charlotte is even a little better than Rick was. And then Rhea Ripley, she's involved in a great storyline right now with Dominic Mysterio and Judgment Day. And you got Finn Balor, Damian Priest over there. So this is really a battle of two of the hottest women in wrestling in terms of storyline, storytelling at this given time. And Charlotte even brought Andrade into it, so maybe they're setting it up for an Andrade return at WrestleMania. You never know. Maybe Charlotte will need help because Rhea is bringing Dominic into it, and they were trying to take personal insults at Charlotte. And Charlotte's like, I got a Latino at home thicker than you, my friend. And she's talking about Andrade. So is Charlotte and Rhea... And Judgment Day setting up a possible, a possible Andrade return. I could see Andrade beating the crap, beating the piss, beating the snot out of Dominic Mysterio's ass. And I'd be excited about that. Not a big Dominic Mysterio guy, but hopefully Andrade could return at Mania, cause a pop. That's if AEW releases him or whatnot. I'm sure, I'm sure him and Charlotte would love to work together. At one point, Rick was heading over there. That got negated, but maybe that's what got Andrade over there. Now that Rick's not there, I'm sure he would love to join Charlotte, the love of his life, back in the WWE. One other intriguing thing that's not a match yet or not a solidified match is we're here on Cleve and Me's Sunday special of the weekend, piloted by just Tampa Tones, Joey's on vacation. Cleve is on the move back to Chicago, wishing both those guys absolute 
best of times right now and the best of safest of travels wherever they may be headed. But uh, one other thing I'm looking forward to is what happens with Sami Zayn. I know that him and KO are probably going to fight the Usos for the tag team championships there and probably win. But Sami Zayn is such a hot commodity in the world of wrestling right now that it's really tough on what you're going to do with oh, mm. this coffee makes me sing his theme song. Disney 50th coffee can't beat it. And um, since we're on that topic, Sami Zayn, that's an interesting one. But since we're on the topic of Sami Zayn and Disney, why don't you collab the two? I know I said I was going to save it for the end, but why not now? The, the status of WWE and who they're going to sell to. Well, if they stuck with the gut feeling of Saudi Arabia, their, you know, main thing that they got connected to a couple weeks back or a couple months back, however long it's been to this point in time, I think a lot of people would be mad and a lot of people express that anger and, and it'd be the same owners as live golf. So you could overcome the anger and the hate you receive towards that. But guys like Sami Zayn, guys like John Cena, guys like Kevin Owens is selling yourself to Saudi Arabia worth losing. Not only those competitors, but worth potentially losing a lot of fans behind it as well. You know there's so many wrestling outlets nowadays. You got ROH, you got Impact, you got AEW, you got New Japan Pro Wrestling. You got NXT that I know it's under the WWE umbrella, but they'll always be hunkered down a little separate than Raw and SmackDown. So whatever it might be, you have so many wrestling shows, so many wrestling outlets that fans could turn to, that wrestlers could turn to, and that people in your company could turn to. So I don't think the WWE should follow through with the Saudi Arabia thing. Now, I will be the first to say, if they sell to Saudi Arabia, will they change my opinion on them? Not really. They're just trying to make money at the end of the day. And uh, if they make the most money with Saudi Arabia and that's the route they want to go, sure, whatever. I mean, that's up to them. I'm not going to hold it against the people on the roster and the people that do the right thing for SmackDown Raw all the pay-per-views, et cetera, accountable for what they decide. But if it causes them a loss like Sami Zayn, their hottest commodity right now, that they don't even know what to do with him at Mania. He's so hot right now. They're probably not going to put him in the main title picture. But, hell, you never know. That's how hot he is right now. If it causes you to lose guys like that, oh, man, Saudi's not the right move. I'll tell you what I think the right move is. Once again, Tampa Tones here filling in for Joe and Cleve on the Sunday special uh, it's February 26th here of Cleve and me. I think Disney would be wonderful. I know they could do Peacock. That would make sense and, you know, things like that. But Disney, I'm telling you, man, they have so much money and people, oh, Disney, it's kiddish. It's, you know, children, politics, all that stuff aside. They have so much money. They own ESPN. They own Rainforest Cafes. They own, AB, you know, they own all these companies. They, they partner with ABC. They own six or seven cruise ships now. They own Animal Planet. They own Pixar. They own Marvel now. They own Star Wars now. They're becoming such a big umbrella that I think it would be a good idea if they seriously considered selling themselves to Disney. 
And I think it's possible. And could you imagine that they partner with the cruise line because they have Pixar days at sea. They have uh, Marvel days at sea, Star Wars days at sea. Could you imagine the bang for your buck a WWE day at sea would do that? That's who I would like to see them sell to. We'd be interested. Tweet at us at Cleve and me or leave comments on this episode below. Reach out to me on Twitter at Tampa Tones. Who would you like to see the WWE sold to outside of Saudi Arabia? Or if it is Saudi Arabia, why would you like it to be sold to them instead of perhaps a Fox, an NBC, a Disney, someone along those lines? So wrestling's in good hands. You know it is when WWE has so many potential suitors, so many potential buyers. And that brings us into our next topic. Then we have one more, who we're meeting, who we're greeting. Then we're walking out of here and letting you guys enjoy the rest of your weekend, the rest of your Sunday without NFL. Get back to relaxing. Uh, The current state of wrestling, I think it's an incredible one. I know Vince is uh, butting back in, but it hasn't affected WWE product yet. Vince is a good guy for wrestling in terms of clickbait. He's going to get the views. So the fact that he's still letting the guys like Triple H run the show, I know Stephanie stepped aside, but Triple H is still helping. Shawn Michaels still running. Paul Heyman's still running. All those guys still running and helping. And Vince kind of staying hands off. Vince is just trying to make a sale, make his money, and get out of there. So WWE is in fantastic shape if they make the right move, if they make the right sale. I think they're the lead dog in wrestling still, and they're doing a great job the past year and a half, led by Triple H and led by the infamous con, not Tony Khan, but the worst con, but still a good con. But they're doing good things in WWE. I think Impact needs a lot of help, but Impact is surviving right now based on companies like WWE and AEW. And yes, I do think AEW is doing good. Even though they might not hit a million consistently, they have two TV shows on TV still. Very good. Their four pay-per-views always draw big clicks. They have a lot of big names, and they're able to sign a lot of big competitors, and a lot of big competitors are still going over to AEW. So you're going to see that in wrestling. It could be ROH. It could be, which is owned by AEW now. So that's another thing. It could be AEW. It could be New Japan. It could be WWE. Promotions aside, impact. We're to the point where wrestlers are going to sign where they're getting money. All these companies have money, some more than others, WWE and AEW and more than impacts and New Japan pro wrestlings. But that aside, wrestling's in a great world right now folks we're in great hands we're in a great state of wrestling we got all these promotions you could pretty much watch wrestling monday through sunday if you wanted to or should i say sunday through sunday and have yourself an incredible time doing so no matter the promotion as long as you're not promotion bias you could have a great time doing that so wrestling's in a great state in my opinion and it's led by wwe followed by AEW. those two are paving the way primarily wwe AEW is doing great as well then all the little pups are holding their own i compare it to the florida cruise terminals you got poor canaveral and miami are the big two then you got a bunch of little ones tampa jacksonville Flor- fort lauderdale but they all contribute to the number one cruise terminal successful state in the USA, which is Florida. So, um, you know, it's one of those things where I think it's in a great state, no matter how little the promotion's doing or how big it's doing, it all attributes to one thing, 
the great state that wrestling's in nowadays. So um, that's where we are at with that. And now, last but not least, going to talk about the meet and greet Tampa Tones here, filling in for Joe and Cleve on Cleve and Me Sunday special, February 26th. Joe and I are going to, it's a card shop by our house, and it's a cool one. Dean's Dugout, they do meet and greets all the time. Um, I've met Tony Campana there before. They usually do them for, you know, Chicago players, Bulls, Cubs, et cetera. But they're starting to do UFC and wrestlers, et cetera. So Joey and I are set to meet one-time Slammy champion, ready, the Brooklyn Brawler, uh, you know, Steve Lombardi. And we're meeting him Monday, March 13th. That's going to be incredible. Joey and I got tickets early, so we're actually – people number three and four who are able to meet him so we can get out of there nice and early that night for raw you get one autograph with the free inscription so that's going to be incredible um and i think you can get a couple words on that inscription up to four words so you can bring your own item or you could buy an eight by ten there and then you get a picture with the brooklyn brawler as well so again if you guys are in the area march 13th dean's dugout the brooklyn brawler one time slammy champion award winner there everybody knows steve lombardi he did great things for wrestling famous hat always wore that famous white t-shirt that was ripped up he's 61 years old but i bet you it looks like he can still kick some ass he's been in and out of the wwe for a while now he was on a legends contract so he was still making sporadic appearances over the past couple of years so um i know as soon as uh or as recent as 2018 he made a segment on raw with kurt hawkins back there and then in 2022 he was still wrestling in the independence so steve lombardi that's awesome. Can't wait to meet you March 13th. I'm sure we'll talk about it more leading up to it, but that Joe and I are going to that. We're tickets three and four, too, so we got them plenty early enough. Dean's dugout that if interested, but that's been Cleva Me, the Sunday special led by Tampa Tones. It's been incredible being with you guys, and I hope to do it again. If Joe and Cleve are out and about, Joey on vacation, Cleveland moving back, I have no problem filling in follow me on twitter today at tampa tones follow my podcast at bucketeers and of course follow us at cleave and me and be on the lookout for plenty more great wrestling content in the near future you guys enjoy the rest of your weekend get the hell out of here and enjoy revolution next sunday we'll be back in the near future on cleave and me we appreciate it